escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The News is live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love, 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Kalio FM in Nakachi, Ganga FM in Jirapa, ATL FM in Cape Coast. We are on A1 Radio in Bogatanga. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is proudly sponsored by Petrosol. Your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipe and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator and where Duraplus goes, water always flows. In this edition of the Midday News, thousands of property owners in more than 70 communities in Accra, including Adenta, Medina, Bawaleshi, Teshi and surrounding communities, ordered to renegotiate their ownership following a landmark judgment by the Supreme Court yesterday. We hear from an expert on what could happen to those who own the lands if they fail to renegotiate. Also this afternoon, three persons hospitalized after sustaining gunshot wounds in a clash with Kokobo Task Force at a Hamansu Junction in the Oti region. One of them, who is around 36 years, received a gunshot wound to the right lower limb. After investigating further, the plate there which confirmed that indeed it was a gunshot wound and he has a fracture as well of the tibia. We have live updates for you also in this edition. ACG has no business taking over the responsibility of the state to provide logistics for Ghana police. ACG is in debt to the tune of billions of cities. It is the height of irresponsibility on the management of ECG. We are in Parliament where the minority is taking on ECG over its donation of 200 motorbikes to the Ghana Police Service. Indeed, this donation must be investigated it is not in the national interest and it will be surprising if it is not procurement driven we have sports asante kotoko midfielder richmond lamte vows to keep working hard following calls for his inclusion into the black star squad for the upcoming africa cup of nations and ahead of the utai festivities the creative arts council is calling on all Ghanaians to prioritize local music in their celebrations in order to push our local creatives we need our artists pushed to the forefront to be prioritized in the nightclubs and in on the airways let that tourist sample not only the best jollof in the world but the best artists too and we are not leaving the children out in terms of the expectations of this christmas Joy to the world. in this christmas season i will be expecting my parents to buy me a laptop to have fun play video games have new friends that's and more in this afternoon's edition of the midday news you want to stay with me because you are your home of independent fearless and credible journalism I am MFA Apau, and many thanks for your company. And if you own a property in Nadenta, Ajuringano, Labawaleshi, Medina, and surrounding communities, you want to listen up. Prepare to renegotiate your ownership with a new owner or face the consequences. This is because the Supreme Court has declared that the family which sold the lands did not own it. The court is now giving the right of ownership to the boy family, which will now engage all those who bought lands from the Numo Mashi family of Teshi 
shortly we'll hear from an expert on what you can do to secure your property uh, if you're one of those who are affected but first of all our legal affairs correspondent richard kujonyako is in the studios with me with details of the order of the supreme court An interesting order there but um how did we get here richard well so mfr the genesis of this case dates back to the 1960s following a compulsory acquisition by the state of 25 acres of land on the Ajang Kote Hill that led to several compensation claims by different groups. So following the state lands tribunal declared the chief of Brikusu as being entitled to the compensation against the Numo Imashi family and the Douna family of Osu. So they got dissatisfied and with the decision of the tribunal. And so the Numo Imashi family challenged the decision at the Court of Appeal in December 1982. The decision of the tribunal was overturned by the Court of Appeal and declared the Numo Imashi family as a rightful family entitled to compensation. So the decision of the court was based on a survey done by a surveyor who told the court that the villages within the disputed area were occupied by members of the Numo Imashi family and that some villages had been established there. So the Numo Imashi family has since claimed ownership of the 70 villages covering over 72,000 acres. Hmm. Well, take me deeper into the order of the Supreme Court yesterday. So the five-member panel of the Supreme Court, which had the Chief Justice presiding, said the Numo Imashi family of Teshi could not claim ownership of the land because a Court of Appeals decision in 1982, that was about 40 years ago, which declared them owners of the piece of land, was based on fraudulent information presented to the court. And these were the orders of the court. It directed the Lands Commission to expand all registration and certificates issued to the Numo Imashi family of Teshi and the Tete Oliwolon family in respect of the 72,000 acres. The court also directed that all third parties in possession and deriving title through the Numo Mashi family prior to this decision of the court were to atone tenancy to the boys tool and relevant families. Mm. Now, we've been mentioning some communities, but specifically, which communities will be affected? So I will take you through a few of them. The Pejuasi, Obum, Insachi, Ajimanti, Botreso, Damfa. Adoteman, Otinibi, um, Malija, Atondia, tenancy to the new landlord. We'll see how it goes. But let me bring in a lawyer, Kwame Jan, a foremost landlord expecting Ghana. He's the only one who can give us advice on what to do in this situation. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on the Midday News. So, property owners listening to this particular directive of the Supreme Court, what are we supposed to do? Uh, MFA, thank you very much. But your initial comments um are a bit problematic you know you were saying that the new owners were the boys too mm-hmm. um that is not uh, totally the case i won't say you are wrong mm-hmm. you know but i would say that is not totally the case but the the background that your your colleague presented is very accurate so at, at the beginning of tv in the early 60s, the, the Republic of Ghana needed to set up a TV relay station for GBC. So a land which is on top of the Ajangote, the hill, was acquired for that purpose. And it was the fight over compensation which led to the case which your colleague referred to, which is known in the, in the field as Civil Appeal Number 4980. Civil Appeal number 4980. Now, in, in the Court of Appeal, 
when it gave its judgment in the civil appeal number 4980, said that the Numo family and their grantees were the owners of the acquired land, which is the 25 acres, and the land contiguous. This is what has landed us into where we are today. Mm. The dispute was over 25 acres. How the Court of Appeal ended up saying that the land contiguous was also owned by the Numomachi family and their grantees was because a survey report had been filed, which had been fraudulently obtained. And the Court of Appeal's judgment was on the basis of the fraud. Well, but really, I don't know, lawyer Kwame Jan, the concern now for many who are listening, at least those who live in Adenta, Adringano, those who may have bought lands from this Numu Mashi family of Teshi, really, what then happens now that the boy family has been giving that court order? No, so it is not the boy family only okay. that has been giving the order. Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court very clearly said the family which is the appropriate owner is where you atone tenancy to, not the boy family. Because the boy family also claim ownership to a limited area, not the entire 72,000 acres. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, if you, if you look at the range covered by that judgment, so for example, if you come to Hacho, there is a Supreme Court judgment in a case called Amate and Odonko, mm -hmm. who say that the Ni Amasogla family are the Alodia owners of Hacho. So if Numomasi people sold you land in Hacho, you will not go to the boys too. Okay. You will go to the Ni Amasogla people for good title. So who, wherever you are, if you are in Adenta, everybody knows that Adenta is Agbawe quarter of La. So you have to go to the right people, not the boys too. Okay. If you are in Oyarifa, you don't go to the boys too. But Oyarifa is La and Abawe Kota. Right now, the challenge is knowing who exactly owns the land. Who, who exactly? Because property owner, if people come to me... knowing who your landlord is. Exactly. So if people come to me at this point following this particular Supreme Court order, what do I have to do as a property owner? If you are a property owner... And for example, if you are in East Legon, the area popularly known as Bawaleshi, there are judgments of course of competent jurisdiction mm -hmm. who say that East Legon, La Bawaleshi and Otele belong to the clan quarter of La. So, I mean, you can even get assistance from the Lands Commission. Okay. The Lands Commission is the best place to go now. If you have any doubt, as to who your landlord is in this current state of affairs, go to the Lands Commission. Show them where your parcel is. Because by order of the Supreme Court, the Lands Commission has to lapse all the documents which have been presented by clients of Numomachi. 
Okay. Lawyer Kwame Jan, we'll leave you here for now, and I'm sure that he's always on hand um, to help us with the situation. We'll be hearing from the Lands Commission also. But if you're a property owner, what you ought to do now is ought to stay calm. And like you've heard from Lawyer Kwame Jan, the Lands Commission is the right place uh, to go as we explore this issue further subsequently. Now, three persons have been shot following a clash between Cocoa Board Task Force and some farmers following a misunderstanding over the sale of cocoa beans at a Hamansu Junction in the OT region. It is unclear who fired the shot, but the victims are said to be farmers. Dr. David Amankwa Kudria is the principal medical officer at the St. Mary Theresa Hospital in Papase, where the victims are receiving treatment. We received three patients that were rushed to our emergency as case of suspected gunshots from the Amansu Junction. When they came, they were ill, so the emergency team started stabilizing the patient. As of now, they are stable. One of them, who is around 36 years, received a gunshot wound to the right lower limb. And after investigating further, the plate are there, which confirmed that indeed it was a gunshot wound. And he has a fracture as well of the tibia which as at now we are making arrangement to refer to whole teaching hospital for the orthopedic surgeon to see. The other two, actually one of them was even discharged, he was very, very stable. And the one who is also on the ward, which we can manage here, has some lacerations which we have sutured. For him, the x-ray did not show any pellet inside. Well, so let's, uh, let me take you live to the area. And my colleague, our correspondent, OT Regional Correspondent, Peter Senu, uh, joins us on the line. Peter, let's talk about what exactly sparked this particular clash. Hmm. Well, uh, I think uh, just a little over 24 hours ago, uh, we are told that farmer was conveying um, cocoa beans from the farm to the house. And then I was accompanied by the security for trying to smuggle um, the cocoa so they asked the farmer to sell the cocaine to a buyer. And now upon waiting the buyer was not available to take capture of the cocoa So the the family members of the farmer sent the cocoa beans uh, back home. And so that when the buyer is available, they come back and then keep the sale. And so later we are told that um, the security is arrested one of the family members and then demanded that the cocoa beans be brought uh, so that the child could release, which was done according mm-hmm. to the um, eyewitness. But upon bringing the cocoa beans, the security insisted that they were still going to arrest uh, the family member and then still take the cocoa beans away. So that ensuing melee um, resulted in the shooting and then we got three people with this yesterday. And so we followed up today and then uh, spoke to them. So they are, one person has been discharged. I've been able to visit the three of them. Uh, two people currently on, on admission at the St. Mary Teresa Hospital at KJB at mm-hmm. Papasi. And so that is the situation now. Okay, but, but Peter, have we heard from Cocoa Board authorities at that level on this particular issue? No, we have not um, contacted them in yet uh, to have that side of the stock. Uh, I asked exactly the way and what actually happened. 
Well, thank you very much. And that's uh, my colleague, uh, Peter Senu there. And we've been trying to reach Cocoa Board at this level also. As and when we get a reaction from them, uh, we'll bring that to you. Let me take you to Parliament now. And this afternoon, the minority are taking on the electricity company of Ghana for donating 200 motorbikes to the Ghana Police Service. The NDC MPs say they cannot fathom why a debt-ridden institution like the ECG will be seeking to take over the responsibilities of the state when they cannot even pay their debts to IPPs to keep the lights on. According to former power minister and member of the Mines and Energy Committee, Dr. Kwabna Donko, ECG's conduct at the height of irresponsibility. I read with shock yesterday that the electricity company of Ghana had donated 200 motorbikes to Ghana Police Service. Ordinarily, any such donation would have attracted my approach. But in this with this particular donation, ECG has no business taking over the responsibility of the state to provide logistics for Ghana police. ECG is in debt to the tune of billions of cities. Indeed, two weeks ago, the Minister for Finance had to intervene to stop Seno Asogli shutting down because of ECG's indebtedness, indebtedness to IPPs. For an entity that cannot pay its debtors, they have no business donating motorbikes to Ghana police. It is the height of irresponsibility on the management of ECG to go donating motorbikes when they cannot pay their bills, when they owe so much, when the Minister of Finance had to step in to bail this country out of low shedding because Sonor Asogli's 560 megawatts would have thrown the country into low shedding. And Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwasanti joins us on the line. And it doesn't stop there. He's, he wants an investigation into these claims. Really, what exactly are the concerns? Well, yes, MFA, Kwekwasanti believes that the situation is so bizarre that it appears the ECG may have been motivated by procurement-driven reasons, not necessarily the reason to, as it were, give ECG something. And it was an investigation to happen. It is high time that managements of state entities, especially commercial state entities, take responsibility for their commerciality. If Ghana Ports and Harbors Authority had done the donation, I would have had no qualms with it because they are profitable. But for a loss-making state entity that is throwing the future and security of this country into danger because of their indebtedness, to go donating 200 motorbikes is the height of irresponsibility. And I call on the minister, ministers for energy and the minister for public enterprises to call the ECG management to book. They should call them and whip them into line. Indeed, this donation must be investigated. It is not in the national interest and it will be surprising if it is not procurement-driven. I am extremely disappointed as a former minister of power, as a member of the Mindset Energy Committee of Parliament and representing the good people of Ghana in this house. As a former power minister, now, Kweku, um, has there been reaction to these particular concerns raised? 
catch up with the Mines and Energy Committee chairman, Kamala Kassia, to get some response. They said they'll put themselves together and adequately respond. But the general consensus, especially among the minority MPs, are that this decision by the ECG to donate 200 motorbikes was simply reckless for a, for, for a company that has been making significant losses over the last few years. And what else has the House been considering, or what's on the table? Well, the House hasn't started 13 years. We expect them to start with the anti gay bill, continue the consideration stage up until some point, and then revert to considering the estimates of the various MBAs that have been put to Parliament as part of the 2024 budget. Time for a quick breather here on the Midday News, live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM affiliate across Ghana's 16 regions. The Midday News is always proudly sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HTP pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows, and thousands of property owners. In more than 70 communities in Accra, including Adenta, Medina, Bawaleshi, Teshi, and surrounding communities, ordered to renegotiate their ownership following a landmark judgment by the Supreme Court yesterday. We return from the break with sports and ahead of the Utah festivities, the Creative Arts Council is calling on all Ghanaians to prioritize local music in their celebrations in order to push our local creatives. We need our artists pushed to the forefront to be prioritized in the nightclubs and in on the airways. Let that tourist sample not only the best jollof in the world, but the best artists too. And we'll get to hear from our children in the expectations for Christmas. Joy to the world. In this Christmas season, I will be expecting my parents to buy me a laptop. To have fun, play video games, have new friends. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. It is your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. So get involved and vote. It's a civic duty required of you as a So get involved and vote. A message from the National Commission for Civic Where Education, NCCE. Your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. So get involved and vote. A message from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. 
Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Mubarak. Yep, MFN, our former Santi Kotoko, current Asante Kotoko midfielder Richmond Lamptey has responded to calls for his selection into the Black Star squad for the upcoming Africa Cup of Nations. The 26-year-old's visionary play seems to have caught the eyes of notable football figures, including former Heart of Oak attacker Charles Taylor, SWAG president Kobina Yabua, and CAF media officer Sandara. We can now hear from Lamptey, who has vowed to keep performing. They should continue to have belief in us. We will not disappoint them. I've heard calls for my inclusion in a Black Stars caller. But as a professional player, these things shouldn't get into your head, but rather should encourage you to work harder so you bring out your best. I will not relent. I'll keep working hard. Yeah, that's Asante Kotoko midfielder Richmond Lamptey. Back to you, MFA. Thank you, Mubarak. Did you turn off your lights before leaving the house today? Yes, please. Okay. Well, sometimes you wonder if you did, especially your fans as well, even though you did, the anxiety of forgotten appliances is universal. But what if there was a solution right at your fingertips to control this? Enter the innovative technology crafted by students at Academic City University, designed to remotely manage your home's electricity with a single tap. Caleb Ziblim has our Tech Thursday. When leaving home, that moment of doubt always hit. Did I turn off something? Is worse with electrical gadget like leaving the iron on. Then there's electricity bill anxiety. In Ghana, power outages are common. Academic City University students have a solution for this situation right at your fingertips. My name is Emanuela Udia. This project seems to enhance uh, efficiency and convenience for our users it's with our app or our website. All you have to do is just be the top of a button, your light comes on and your fan comes on. Same goes for turning it off as well and it's that simple. Emanuela and her friends first conceived the idea to assist their school security guards in remotely turning off lights and fans left on in the classrooms. The group aims to make their technology a solution to save energy and cut down on bills for everyone. This project is going to be a very good way to solve the energy crisis we're facing today. We want to see energy saved, especially electrical energy. And that's Caleb Ziblim with our Tech Thursday uh, for today. And let's do some politics um, quickly. And um, the former president, the flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Romani Mahama, has insisted on his commitment to support housing schemes for teachers who voted into power. This, he says, is to enable teachers to access proper accommodation upon retirement. My colleague, Nanaya Ojima, is with the team, joins us on the line. Um, tell us more, Nanaya. So it says upon a request that was placed before one of his town hall meetings in the Western North region. Now, what the request the teachers made is that this government, when successful, should ensure that there is a housing scheme for teachers, especially after their retirement or when they complete service. And in a response, the problem is Apologies for that terrible connection to my colleague Nanaya Ujima. But in less than 24 hours to his burial, friends and families of the late lawyer Kutuampao gathered to relive his fond memories. These remembrance, this remembrance service, which took place at the National Theatre last night, saw tributes from many who described the astute lawyer as a man of principle. My colleague James Aveji was at the event. Here's his report. Born Anthony Yao Akutuampao in 1950 in Lodobi, Sheshe, as he was later called in life, was one of a generation who cut the niche for himself in the practice of law. For a man who was loved by many, 
friends and family have gathered here at the National Theatre to painfully relieve some fond memories they hold of him two days to his burial. Professor Suwa Mensah was one of his roommates at the University of Ghana. If we went to basketball, we come back, take showers, do whatever we needed to do. 10.30 p.m. we meet in Shea's room and we could be there till 2 in the morning. Comrade and close ally to lawyer Ampau, Kwesipra Jr. says he was the fine brain behind Where most of the alerta that caused positive change in the early days. Again, he wrote more than 90% of all the statements we issued, including those who were read by Nana Adodankwa Akufuado. Princess Fatia Nkrumah described him as an uncle whose love for them shone brightest in their darkest moments. In the whirlwind of his workaholic life, Ankashe still found time to be present for each and every one of us. Partner and head of chambers at the Akufuado & Co, where Akutuampao practiced for many years, Alex Kweno, recounts his contribution to the success of the chamber. He will not accept anything that you just put on paper. James Abaji for Joy News. But when we are done, may our footprints inspire many more who come after us. May his gentle soul continue to rest in peace. And just before we head out, as the country prepares to celebrate the Christmas season, the Creative Arts Council is urging all Ghanaians to make local music the center of all celebrations. The campaign dubbed hashtag Play Ghana, the executive, chief executive officer of the Creative Arts Council, Jan Kromar Kofado, says the Yuletide is an opportunity to sell the rich Ghanaian musical culture. The Christmas season is upon us, a time where our creative community shines. Travellers visit our golden shores, sampling all the best that Ghana has to produce. Our diasporan brothers and sisters return home with braided hair, kente outfits, hand-carved wooden masks, adinkra symbol jewellery, oil painting of market scenes and Ghana sunsets. But Ghana music is left behind. This month's festivities for Deti December, we need our artists pushed to the forefront to be prioritised in the nightclubs and in on the airways. Let that tourist sample not only the best jollof in the world, but the best artists too. So today, the CAA is backing the pledge of Play Ghana. And the children have expectations as well. Christmas and a happy new year. We wish Christmas.